Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is Monday, so I hope you all had a great weekend, and I hope you're looking forward to a great week. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Can you hear that in my voice? Can you hear it? Can you hear it? That's uh, cedar. That's what that is. Allergies, baby. Uh, God bless Texas. Is today the first day of spring? It is. Okay. Uh, I know it's cold outside. It's cold, Chris. Yeah, dude, this hasn't been this cold in a month. So, uh, anyway, enough about all that stuff. Uh, we went down to uh, Camp Fimfo last week, which is down in uh, Canyon Lake. And that's a cool place down there. It's a cool camp. Uh, somebody spent a lot of money down there on those cabins and places to camp down there. It was rather chilly there, too, but, so, but we had a great time. But get down in there, man, breathe all that stuff. I never had problems with allergies until I came to Texas 21 years ago. Never. I mean, grew up in Georgia, all the pollen on the pine trees doesn't affect me, but I'm telling you, the ragweed and the cedar, ooh, it gets me. My ears are ringing. I can't even hear myself talk. It's like I'm talking in a drum. So um, I just want to say this is probably going to be the worst episode of the Chad Prather Show ever. And just I, we've had some doozies. I mean, we have had some real crappy programs on this, on this show. Um, people tune into this either via podcast platforms or blaze tv youtube wherever uh, we don't do rumble there's a reason um i don't know what that reason is but we don't do it and so um you get you come on here to hear different perspectives right and we try our best to give you exactly what we're thinking on issues i don't want to be an echo of other people on this network and trust me when i tell you i am i am the dumbed down version of anybody else on this network i it's probably a close race for the last for the dumbest on the network with me and alex stein but i <laughs> um i say that knowing that alex is a creative genius who needs medication but um I, I don't purport to be the smartest guy in the room. I don't. I, I don't try to be that. I'm not trying to be. But what I want to be is real, okay? So I, I sometimes I wrestle with this idea of why do people tune in to listen to my show. You can get far more insight, far more research, far more depth on a position. You know, listening to Glenn, Steve, Dace, and the others, you know, and um, those guys are awfully insightful. But I hope that you tune in just to hear me tell you the truth, okay? Because I don't know that any politicians in America right now are telling the truth. There might be one or two. I don't know that any of the mainstream media is telling you the truth. And so for me, I spend a lot of time in thought trying to poke through the holes. I read a study just this morning that said that conservatives, this again, this is a mainstream media article that says conservatives are more likely to believe in falsehoods rather than reality. Um, now, that's what they're going to say about you because they're going to call you all sorts of things, right? And we'll get into this whole Trump fiasco in a little while. But it's amazing to me that uh, we know what we know. Like, for instance, we came out and we said that the coronavirus probably started in a Wuhan, Wuhan lab. And we were, you know, we were told that that was false information. People were put in Facebook jail. They were deplatformed over it. Now we know it's true. 
Uh, so when they say that you and I, if you're conservative leaning like I am, when they say that we believe in misinformation more readily, or it could be that we're not given all the information and we like to fill in the gaps and you guys want to call those conspiracy theories, but you have to admit we're not being given all the information. I mean, you have, we're living in a world right now where we have political prisoners in America. We have people who engaged in some form of activity in January 6th, whether there was a protest, whether they actually did something wrong or they're just accused of it. We saw the other day, this is a New York Post article, because I, I know that uh, a New York Times article, rather, that talked about eh, Post Times. They're a big difference. You'll have to go look it up. But I think it was a New York Times article. This is me engaging in misinformation. Uh, but it said that, uh, you know, there's another 750 indictments coming. For people who were, there were people who, who were supposedly being accused and indicted who weren't even there in Washington, D.C. So the scary times we're living in. But you got political prisoners that are languishing in prison, some of them not even charged with anything. They don't know why they're there. Um, we live in a world where nobody on, that I know of, nobody on Jeffrey Epstein's client list has been indicted. Or even, yeah, he's a dead guy. Um, he didn't kill himself. But uh, nobody's been even revealed, really, that we know about, except a handful of people who have, you know, kind of under the shadowy secrets been revealed because they agreed to be revealed that they were on the list. And these were people who knew that they didn't do anything wrong, and they like, whatever, we got nothing to lose. We live in a world in which American cities were burned down during riots over the George Floyd death. And uh, there's no penalties for them, the people who engaged in that activity. Uh, nobody's being held accountable for any of that. Uh, Conservative-leaning voters like yourself, you've been called deplorable by the former Secretary of State, the former First Lady, uh, former you know candidate for president, um, former senator from New York, Hillary Clinton. She called you deplorable. You've been called a racist. You've been called a Nazi. You've been called a fascist. You have been called a bigot, a misogynist, insurrectionist. You have been called uh, homophobes, xenophobes, transphobes. The list goes on and on. You've been labeled. You're on the list. If I, In fact, I'm at a point now where if you're not on at least three lists, you've been doing it wrong. Um, parents of students in Virginia, for instance, um, well, he, he, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, Attorney General of the United States, called parents of students in public schools domestic terrorists. So I'm a little bit wary about what information I'm receiving because I just don't think they want to tell a deplorable like me the truth. So that's why I want to cut through the BS. And I look to a shining beacon who's the leader of the free world Joseph Robinette Biden, who loves to get on a microphone and tell you the truth. He wants to be transparent with you, and he wants to make sure that you understand that he has an understanding of all the world's affairs, things that are going on. Now, I mean, uh, President Xi Jinping of China, dictator for life, has now landed in Moscow to meet with Vladimir Putin. They've had a solidified relationship for about 15 years now. But now they're coming together in another form of solidarity. Um, we're, we might be in trouble. We, if I would say we'd be in trouble if we did not have such an astute, competent president in the Oval Office. And I'm proud that Joe Biden is that genuine character 
that person who wants to make sure that you understand that he's the one flying the plane. And to use his own words, the buck stops here. He said that. Um, no blame shifting, no casting of responsibility on a former administration. He owns it. Uh, spending is out of control. Inflation is untouchable. You can't afford groceries. Many of you can't put uh, fuel in your car. Uh, so many things, just exorbitant prices on everything in America these days. There's been shortages. We've had egg shortages. Um, we, we've <laughs> we've had uh, manufacturing plants that have been blown up, that have blown up or burned down. We've had processing food plants, distribution centers, all of these things. We've had train derailments. Uh, we've had noxious gases leaked into the sky in uh, Palestine, uh, East Palestine, Ohio. You it's leaked in the ground, in the rivers, in the water. And there's been a ton of stuff that's happened, Chris. And I just look at all of the things, you know, the, the southern border is wide open. In fact, the apprehension of Chinese nationals at the Mexican-American border is now up 900%. They just, they just grabbed another five Chinese nationals at the southern border this weekend. Young men, finely dressed, I might add. Uh, finely dressed. Brand new clothes. Um, and, you know, fentanyl deaths are up, you know, by the hundreds of thousands across America. And uh, we're in a situation where it, this, it'd be scary to be sitting on the precipice of World War III as we are today, and, and just if we didn't have such a capable leader in Joe Biden. And so I'm thankful for Joe Biden. And I want to be transparent when I say that, that uh, whatever they decide to do to Trump tomorrow, if they arrest him, so be it. That's old news. The future is Joe Biden. Uh, 80, 81 years old, and we've got to admit he's the future, okay? Uh, and I just to give you a, just a snippet of how tuned in he is, I mean, Nobody knows the, the black community like Joe Biden. Nobody knows the Jewish community like Joe Biden. He, he, he just desperately wanted to be Polish. Um, he grew up basically in a Puerto Rican neighborhood. And he's got his finger on the blue collar workers of America because he is Scranton Joe. But wait, there is more when it comes to Joe. He, he's, a, he's an astute student of Persian culture. Oh, you heard me right. That's right. Uh, he knows Iran. He knows Persian culture. Don't believe me? Listen to the words of Joe Biden himself. You know, the Persian culture is amazing. As a student of the Persian culture, not a practitioner, but a student. Yeah, that look that Jill gives him at the end just is a knowing look when, when she's just astounded. Because I don't think she even knew that her husband was a student of Persian culture. I mean, that's how that's how the depth of this guy's knowledge runs, that even his wife, the one that he was sleeping with when she was a teenager uh, uh, and was cheating on his wife because she was a nanny there in the house, she's known him for a long time, and she doesn't even know he's a student. You know what? I don't think that Joe, I, and I'm sure the Persians are happy to get this information. I know that this makes uh, those of Persian descent just thrilled to know that Joe Biden is a student of Persian culture. Now, I'm going to go a little bit further on this and say that not only does, is Joe not a student of Persian culture, Joe's not a student of American culture. Joe doesn't have a clue. It, it, he's not even a practitioner 
of American culture, much less, much less Persian culture. So I want everybody to just to just know that this guy is in charge. This is the guy right here, because that's what matters in America right now. Now, that little speech right there does not turn any of your lives around. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't solve any of the dilemmas, any of the tragedies, any of the nightmares that we're living in right now in America to know that Joe is a student of this beautiful Persian culture. So good for you, Joe. Thank you for continuing to be relevant in the lives and the day-to-day activity of the American people. Joe Biden, everybody. Joe Biden. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw. I mean, Joe, Joe can give a speech to the Persians. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys saw that little speech that Kamala Harris gave to the basketball team, Howard University, her alma mater, which, by the way, she attended. She attended uh, because of affirmative action. Somebody else got bumped out, and they put her in the, uh, what is it, the LEOP program there, and that means that she was given special curriculum. She was giving special syllabi. She was given special tutoring to make sure that she got an advantage, whereas other people who were not minorities and did not receive that program Kamala Harris had all of that stuff. That's a verifiable fact. You can research it. Go find it out. She was in that program. But she spoke to that basketball team, who, by the way, had lost in, uh, in this March Madness men's tournament by 28 points, got trounced. And she went in there and talked to them like they were a bunch of kindergartners. Absolutely astounding that you have to lose a game like that. A heartbreaker, tears in your eyes. Something you've worked for. You shouldn't probably shouldn't have even been there. But man, you worked so hard and then you had to have Kamala come in and talk to you until you guys played to the last second. To the final moments. You never quit. You didn't. No. You never gave up. You didn't. I'm so proud of you. We're a bison. We're bison. Everywhere I go, people tell me. That the bison have made them proud. So hold your head up and know that you played your very best till the last second. It's bad enough to lose a basketball game like that. But to have to go in and listen to that bitch blather all over you. I bet they wanted to shove a bison up her ass. (laughs) Oh, I'm a student of the Persian culture. Not a, not a practitioner, but a student. I don't practice Persian, just so you guys know. I, I'm not a practicing Persian. <laughs> We're going to have a Persian pride parade, and I'll be there. I won't be the Grand Master. But let me tell you something. When they have that Persian pride parade, I'll know exactly how that's supposed to go down because I'm a student of the Persian culture. All right, for years you've heard me talk about iTarget, and if you have one, um, I'll take you to another level. If not, this new product is something you need to get. Uh, Ever seen those competitive shooter practice timing drills out on the range? Uh, Imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want. You don't even have to spend any money on ammo. That's what the all-new iTarget Cube is all about. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser bullet if you have iTarget. You can buy one. You can upgrade to a three-pack for a Pretty cool, unique training experience, and it, uh, you can compete with your friends. You can practice the clearing drills, use random mode to test your ability to react, all the while the system times every shot you take. I had a dream the other night. It was a weird dream that some guys were chasing me, and I had to get to my truck because I had a firearm in there. And you know what? 
In my dream, I was tactically precise, baby. And you know what? It's because of iTarget Pro. It's just the repetition skills of, of being able to do that, right? And it's pretty cool. You just do it right there in your house. So I'll save you 10% plus free shipping with the offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad when you go to iTargetPro.com. iTarget is going to come in most calibers from 9mm to 223, so you can train with almost any firearm you own. It's the easiest, most cost effective way to train and pays for itself as soon as you get it. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Use offer code Chad. We'll be right back. Now, Joe Biden, speaking of that, he, he denied the one million dollar in payments to uh, his family from the Hunter, you know, Hunter Biden associate, despite the bank records. He was not true. Um, China's been paying the Biden family. And I don't know. We got the records now. I mean, we got the blank. We got the we got the the uh, cash checks here. So, um, you know, the oversight committee has now put out, I don't know, gosh, at least a dozen payments. Robinson Walker LLC, um, you know, there's there's anywhere from five thousand up to um, there's a, up to a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. Uh, it goes up to one million sixty five thousand six hundred ninety two dollars. That's a pretty precise number. Um, yeah. So I mean, they they've been receiving money uh, for quite a while, and uh, again, you okay? So you've got the thing. Now, what are you going to do about it? Let's do something about this. You know, I, I, I will echo what Glenn said on his program this morning. I've never been more inspired to get on the phone with my representatives and, and let's, let's push them, press them. Um, you know, my representative in Texas, in Washington, D.C., is Dan Crenshaw. Dan and I have been friends in the past. We've had our differences in the past. We have our differences right now. Anybody that knows, knows. Um, you have your differences with Dan Crenshaw, and rightfully so. I'm not happy with Dan overall, but um, Dan knows I'm not happy with Dan. But I guarantee you, I'm constantly reaching out to Dan Crenshaw, and and I can do it by text message. <laughs> I you know I'm trying to be respectful of the man, I'm trying to be respectful of his time because I want him to get the job done. I'm trying to be respectful of his office, but at the same time, I'm saying Dan, you got to get this done. I mean, you you've got we have got to have some accountability, not the least of which on this Trump thing. Nobody needs to go out and protest this Trump thing. We'll talk more about that later. Nobody needs to go out and protest this thing. If he gets arrested tomorrow, nobody needs to do that. You need to remain peaceful. You heard it here. You will only hear me say you need to remain peaceful because we have a, a two-tier justice system that's happening in the United States right now. You will not get a fair shake. There's going to be some insiders. There's going to be some insiders, insiders and incitors, people who are going to try to trigger a response. They're trying to trigger a response. I said on Twitter this weekend, if they arrest Donald Trump, then they are effectively and symbolically arresting all of you. They're already telling you that uh, the banks are against you. I mean, Donald Trump Jr., uh, you know, he's got his news aggregate website on there. PNC Bank sent $750,000 back, says we're not going to do business with you. And, and they're not even pushing a certain side of news narrative. It's an aggregate. I mean, they got everything from, you know, Blaze TV and Blaze Media to the New York Times uh, on their deal. So banks aren't wanting to deal with, with conservatives, politicians, judges. It's going to be an unfair thing. They're going to try to entrap you. They're going to try to engage you. They're going to try to incite you. 
Uh, and so the best thing you need to do, I mean, personally, what I think we should do, I think we should pull every dime we got out of the bank. I mean, if you're a conservative, we just pull every dime you got out of the bank. Just take it all. And uh, we're, we're in a mess here because uh, the, the courts are not fair. And we know that this whole thing that's going on, I mean, statute of limitations is, is out when it comes to this accusation against Trump. This, uh, this federal DA in New York is a Soros-backed, he's an activist judge, and he's, they, the, all they want is the perp walk, all they want is the handcuffs, all they want is the mugshot, which, by the way, we will put on a T-shirt. Uh, we will put the mugshot on a T-shirt. Um, but this guy's an activist. He's going after Trump. The media's eating it up. I mean, people are having the pre-indictment, you know, parties and, and all of this stuff. Trump's already announced on Truth Social last week that he was going to get indicted and arrested on Tuesday. We'll see if that happens. Um, I'd love to see a standoff between federal officers and the Secret Service and see how that goes down. Um, but, you know, this is a, this is a nonsensical thing over paying, quote, hush money to Stormy Daniels. They wrote it off as a legal fee and not as a campaign expense. And then he took it out in his taxes. All right. Now, it's a misdemeanor charge. You pay a fine. You get a slap on the wrist. It's a done deal. The same thing happened with Hillary Clinton. Whenever Hillary Clinton and the DNC were funding the Steele dossier, she, too, filed it as a legal expense, and they fined her. Okay, It was a misdemeanor thing. She paid it and moved on with her life. Um, it is what it is. It's a witch hunt. You know that. But I promise you, by going after Trump, what they're trying to do is incite you to violence. That's what they want to do. At this stage in the game, you have no choice but to remain peaceful. I'm telling you, remain peaceful. You heard me say it. We'll get more into it later on and talk about it. But, you know, you want to fly your Trump flags, fly your Trump flags. You want to, but, but you start engaging other people. You never know when somebody with a mask on, and that's when you always know it's a Fed or an Antifa member. When they're wearing the mask, because people that are MAGA aren't out there wearing the masks. They're not. And so I see these pictures. I see these images. Oh, look at these Trump supporters. And they got their damn masks on and their purple fanny packs and all this. And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, I can really tell that that's what's going on. Um, you got you got the Biden administration. Um, every, everything from Chinese spy balloons to million dollar payments to, you know, money to Ukraine that I believe is, is being laundered in some form or fashion. It, they're paying hush money to Ukraine, if you ask me. So federal government's involved with it. The wide open borders, all the things I listed in the last segment. We're not doing anything about that. Banks are shutting down, closing down. FDIC is broke from bailing them out. And what do we got? Oh, we got to go arrest Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. It's a bunch of bullshit, guys, and uh, you better watch out for yourself because, like I said, you got people out there. This is why this is why one in five Americans support a national divorce or secession. This, this is why, because you see this nonsense going on, and people are sick to death of it, and when you got 20% of Americans saying, we're done, we don't have the same values anymore, we're not united, we're not the United States anymore, we want out. Now, uh, they make sure in that polling to point out that the, most of the people who – agree that they want a national divorce are people now i want you to listen to this stat they're people who are uh tend to be a little bit younger tend to be from the south tend to be from the, the from the west like texas like the southwest um 
and they make under fifty thousand dollars a year. They want you to what they want you to think is these are podunk hillbillies that don't have any money. They're broke, and they're the ones who want a national divorce. You know why I believe that that's true. That statistic is true because those are the people who the most feel like they're not being represented by the federal government. Those are the people who feel completely ostracized. It's it's people with with traditional values, you know. Call it Southern culture, whatever you want to call it. The folks that still say yes, sir, and no, sir, and yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. They're the people who probably are serving in the United States military. They're probably multi-generational military. And, uh, you know, at least up until this thing went turned into woke crap. And, and they're people who are blue-collar, hardworking people. You know, they're working in the garages. They're working on your automobiles. They're welding and they're, you know, they're climbing these poles and getting your power back on. And, and it's folks that are out there doing the jobs you don't want to do in many cases to keep America going. Those are the people that feel underrepresented. And by the way, those are also the people who truly feel like Trump understood them. And that's why they're so passionate about this shenanigans that are going on with this garbage so you have the haves and the have nots you got the elites you got the cabals you got the system right whatever you want to call them they're out there they're doing their thing and then you know joe biden wants to sound like he is a man of the people when he says oh we're just gonna we're gonna tax the hell out of these billionaires 25 percent elon musk said well bro i paid 53 percent in taxes and uh, he actually tweeted this thing out. I know I'm hodgepodge all over the place, Chris, so don't get mad at me. But um, he said, you know, he said, listen, you want to know how much I'm going to pay in taxes this year? $11 billion. Elon Musk said that. $11 billion in taxes? I mean, that's a, qu- that's a quarter of what he paid for Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to pay that in, in taxes? To the government. To the yeah, he's got to. And Elon came out and said, you know, I think we should pay our taxes and we shouldn't, you know, go through these little loopholes, these estate loopholes that we have that are out there. And he names them off. I don't think we should be paying taxes. No. I think taxation is theft. Oh, how things going to get done? Oh, my God. I, have you driven on the streets lately? Have you trusted the post office lately? Have you had to deal with any of these government run? How about some, how about some uh, Medicare, Medicaid? Have you had dealt with the VA? Really? Really? Maybe if we stopped trusting the government to take care of us and took their tit out of our mouth and stopped relying on their mediocrity that we're funding, by the way, and uh, maybe we put some of that in the private sector, start funding some of the private sector to do the job and do the job right, we won't have the shit. I mean, listen, that's the whole beauty of Star Trek. You remember Star Trek? You know what? Star Trek is the only post-apocalyptic show where they looked at it and said, hey, we got it right. We made, it, we made Earth perfect. <laughs> so now let's go do that to other planets. Every other post-apocalyptic movie is about how we just turn the world to shit. And, and it's like, oh, my God. I mean, watch any one of them. Any one of them. Any post-apocalyptic movie. We're not living the George Jetson lifestyle here. So I love the optimism of a Star Trek that said, oh, we got it right. Well, you know who got it right? It wasn't the government that got it right. It was people who did it. It's private enterprise. In fact, they named this ship the USS Enterprise. Set your guns to phasers to stun or whatever the hell they called them. So you see what I'm saying? We pay all these taxes and they're going to spend $250 billion in Ukraine to to fund a proxy war and, and eventually try to send your kids over there to fight it? I'm not a fan of this whole deal. 
So Elon Musk comes out and says, hey, listen, I paid 53% in taxes. Joe Biden wants to be the man of the people who says, yeah, billionaires need to pay 25, 25%. Elon says, yeah, I'll take that deal. That's a coupon for me. I, I'll, I'll take that. I'll, I'll do 20, you know, 28% less in taxes, this whole thing. Because, again, those of you out there, you feel disenfranchised. You feel disembodied. You feel disemboweled. You're disconnected. You've been gutted, man, and it's been done by the federal government. People are disenchanted. Like, there's no institutions to believe in anymore. And what do you do? You're forced to pay taxes on all of it to make sure it keeps running, to make sure that it keeps screwing you. Pay that pimp. Pay that pimp. And that pimp keeps sending you out there to get nailed one more time. And you got it going and coming. You got every orifice filled. I'm sorry for the bad <laughs> metaphor right there, but you know what I'm saying. You got to keep paying the pimp, paying the pimp. And next tomorrow, you know, you don't get a day off. You got to go out there and hook it some more. That's what the federal government's doing. That's why there's one in five Americans right now that says, we don't want any more of this. We're sick to death of it. Old Joe's the pilot, though. This administration. And Joe's not even the pilot. Y'all know I'm being facetious. Joe is the puppet. It's, it's the institution of puppetry. That's what we got. That's the only thing you can trust in anymore is the, is the you know, it's like the Muppets are running this thing. Somebody's got their hand up their ass, moving them around, telling them what to say. All right, okay. Woo. All right, Blaze TV is news and entertainment for people who love America. No matter what age you are, there's something on here for you. Uh, you're going to get all the news of the day, but you'll also get so much more from opinion to spirituality, from observations on world events to outright comedy. There truly is something for everyone. All you need to do is pick the plan that fits you best and then watch live and on demand on your favorite device anytime, anywhere. So if you're a student, um, if you're a student, a member of the military or first responder, then don't forget to include that when you subscribe and you'll get a $30 discount on an annual pass. That's huge. The left wins cultural battles, but Blaze TV is out to win the cultural war. That effort depends on you. So I want you to sign up today, get all the entertainment and enlightenment you've been missing. Join Blaze TV today. Get the $30 off with an annual pass with our student military first responder discount. And I want you to go to blazetv.com slash Chad. And while you're there, click the verification button, enter your ID to get started. There's $30 off on an annual pass for students, military, first responders. Subscribe at blazetv.com. That's blazetv.com. We'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Um, let's get into some of the crazy stuff that's going on. Folks, I... I want you to uh, just kind of think about something for me for a minute and uh, just just imagine that all of a sudden you've been given this tremendous amount of political power, all right? It, more, in fact, than you've ever had just a garden variety American citizen with your voting and your voice. I mean, I want you to imagine that the things you say in front of the press cameras and the decisions you make behind the scenes can and, in fact, will affect the lives of countless other Americans. I mean, that's power. In fact, I want to take it one step further. The things you say and the decisions you make will affect countless children in this great land of ours. You have the power. Uh, now, my question is, how do you wield it? Rachel Levine. <laughs> known once upon a saner time as uh, Richard Levine, Assistant Secretary for Health and uh, fabulous Biden administration stooge extraordinaire, 
spoke to a crowd of pediatric health providers recently stating that he, yes, he, is optimistic that the genital mutilation and chemical transformation of children, also known as gender-affirming care, is going to be fully embraced in this country very soon. He said, and I quote, by proactively engaging with the social and environmental world that defines our parents' lives, we can help them in terms of preventative care, acute care, chronic care, and other very impactful issues that affect our children and their families. And he went on to suggest, as so many on his side of the argument do, that the failure of the social and environmental world to be on the side of the transgender agenda has resulted in mentally ill youth attempting suicide. Yep, yep. Uh, now, let me insert a quote from Dr. Ian Malcolm from one of the greatest films of all time, Jurassic Park. He said, you stood on the shoulders of geniuses to accomplish something as fast as you could. And before you even knew what you had, you patented it and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox. And now you're selling it. You're going to sell it. The left, folks, is selling something to the American people when it comes to the issue of so-called gender affirming care. You know it. I know it. The studies in gender dysphoria prove it time and time again. The ability to manipulate chemicals in the human body coupled with vast progressive strides in the field of surgery down through the decades have given us an incredibly sharp and dangerous tool that we barely know how to handle. And what do we do with that tool? Well, we use it on our children, of course. We're experimenting on our children. And we got a whole, we just don't have a whole lot of care how many of them fall victim to what we're doing while we're at it. Why do we do it? Well, that leads us back to the thing that we often say on this show, which is, which I wholeheartedly believe to be the truth. The left doesn't care about transgender people. They don't care. It doesn't care about people who have genuine gender dysmorphia. It doesn't care about people, you know, the, the TikTok-inspired lemmings who go along with the fad of rewiring the world with the latest and greatest fad that will have the added benefit of pissing off their parents. You know, those parents who sensibly do not blindly support the decisions of their re-re children. Listen, the left cares about one thing and one thing only. And what is that? What is that? I can hear you shouting clear from the cheap seats. They care about, say it with me, power power they want power pure and simple i've said it i'll continue to say it again and when they've attained everything they're going to get out of the transgender community they will cast them aside and search for a new crop of useful idiots and make no mistake folks it's coming and in the meantime that scenario i described a couple of minutes ago the one where you're given a tremendous power to give you know to have to figure out how to wield it that power is currently in the well lotioned hands of people like richard rachel levine and i say may god help us all that picture right there of uh of uh, rachel that is a lonely dude right there that that is the image of a man in a room full of just a crowd of people and he's just there alone with his dick <laughs> that's it that that is a lonely person him and his dick <laughs> that's when you know right there <laughs> How dare I? No, how dare you, actually? People say I've, people, see, people have told me that I, I've, I've looked sad on this show, that, that I've been angry on this show. Well, I mean, I, I got to deal with this shit. I mean, this is stupid. Uh, I, okay, so I saw, listen, this is the world we're living in. Did you see uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once? Have y'all seen that movie? It, it, that's the name of it, right? Everything, everywhere, all at once. 
So I won the Oscar for the best picture. I, I watched it over the weekend. It, it, it took me three days. It's a 19-hour movie, bro. I watched it over the weekend. You know, I'd come home. I was, it was kind of late, whatever. I'd, I'd like watch 30 minutes of it. And it, it is, if you want to watch it, I don't recommend it, um, but it is a prime example of what we've talked about in recent weeks on this program of nihilism, where everything in the world is meaningless. In fact, uh, this person is operating in a term we've come to know as a multiverse. So there's untold millions of versions of all of us living in different alternate universes, and she learns how to trans, you know, transport herself from universe to universe and pick up the, the knowledge and the skills and all of these things from her other selves in these other universes. And through it all, they discover that everything is meaningless. The only thing that really matters is relationships, and even those are t- tend to be toxic. And they use a comedy styling of a, or a comedy tool known as absurdism to try to point out how meaningless everything in the world is. But it shows me this is the voice of Hollywood that got the highest honor when winning the Oscar for Best Picture, and several of its actors did well as well. Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Key Juan, whatever his name was. I just know him as um, Short Round uh, from Indiana Jones, and then he was in The Goonies. And uh, his voice has not changed. This, this is a 50-year-old man whose voice is still Short Round. Dada Jones! Dada Jones! Still the same. But Hollywood is trying to tell you everything is meaningless. And so when you look at this stuff, like the story with the Rachel Levine deal saying that we're getting close to where gender-affirming care for children is going to be a normal thing, parents are just going to be okay with it. I mean, they keep pushing this deal, and when you've been indoctrinated to believe there's no meaning in this world, there is no God, there are no principles, then a two-tier justice system would work perfectly, and genderizing children or misgendering, you know, or transitioning their genders is perfectly fine, because let's face it, nothing really matters. Look, we don't care about unborn children, so why do we really give a shit about children, too? So let's just go ahead and transition them do all the experiments on them and just it'll be one big happy utopia except it won't be it's going to be a path that leads to destruction so um yeah i do not recommend that movie um that's i and i like i got the point of it about two hours in i was like okay you know there's it's the yin and the yang there's they there there's a bagel There's a bagel that's that's black or black ring with a white circle that is the all-encompassing bagel, and the bagel has every seasoning on it, and like it just represents humanity. Like all the seasonings are there, all the different flavors, all the stuff, and then of course there is the googly eyes, you know, like that are on dolls, and they put that on their forehead in in a kind of like the third eye, all-seeing eye. So there's some spiritual spiritualism that's there. But that is an antithesis. That's the yin to the yang of the dark bagel. So now you have the white circle with the black dot in the middle. And so when you start looking at how everything is playing in conjunction with one another, but yet in antithesis to one another, and ultimately it comes down to this huge, massive struggle, and nothing matters. Nothing matters. Life doesn't matter. Because what is life? How is this life in this universe any more important than the life that you're living in another universe or the other millions of universes? So again, it's all meaningless. So what difference does it make? You can cut the balls off of your kids. It's meaningless. It doesn't matter. That is the prevailing (laughs) paradigm of the world in which we're living in. People are seeing the world through a a paradigm, a network, that, that, that filter through which we see the world. Everything is meaningless, man. 
So, you know, that's why you can trot out, you know, the circus freaks and put them in the administration and let them run the country. They, they don't have to have any merits. They don't have to have any accomplishments. They don't have to have any special knowledge, no special skills, no ability to actually do things, run things, know things. It's okay. Just trot the freaks out. And we can say, look at us. We're all about equity. We're all about inclusivity. We're all about acceptance. We're all about equality. We're all about just pulling everybody in there together. And look at us. We are one big diverse rainbow of just a, just a panorama. We are a, a pantheon of personalities here. But the problem is um, when the bombs go off, uh, you know, it's going to blow dicks and vaginas and makeup and mascara all over everything. Blood, guts, teeth, and ass everywhere. Boom. And you know what? Then it really will be meaningless. So kudos. I love your philosophies. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. I, I want to keep talking about this equity and equality thing and because uh, Bernie Sanders couldn't define them last week or two weeks ago on Bill Maher's show. Uh, I know you want me to talk about the what, what about what Ron DeSantis said in his press conference when he was asked about Trump. He said, I'm not going to get involved with that. He took a shot at Trump. And, you know, I, I get it. He said he was going to just he was going to make sure that he um, took care of Floridians. He was more concerned with Floridians, make sure that he's governing their lives. Well, I, I will remind you, Governor, that the uh, citizen in question is a citizen of Florida. Uh, Donald Trump is a Floridian. And here's the problem, Ron. They're going to come for you, too, buddy. Trust me. If DeSantis doesn't run for president now, he will run for president at some point. Uh, I, I mean, I think he's going to run now. He's campaigning without campaigning. And so you see it. I mean, he wouldn't take that shot at Trump if he wasn't. He did He did take a shot at Trump talking about paying hush money to a, to a porn star. Um, but. They're going to come for you too, Ron. See, that's the thing. If you don't call your representatives now and they don't hold this accountable and get rid of this two-tier justice system and really, truly put some people's feet to the fire and hold them accountable, call them on the carpet, let me tell you, all of us, listen, if they're arresting Trump, they might as well be arresting Ron DeSantis. They, they're serious when I say that. Symbolically, we're all getting arrested. If Trump gets arrested, we're all getting arrested. Now, they're after us. I'm changing gears. I'll talk more about that later in the week. We'll see what happens tomorrow, okay? You, you want to hear the best analysis on it? Go watch Stu. Go watch Glenn. They're, they're way smarter than me, and I promise you, they've, they have, Glenn beat that horse for three hours this morning, and effectively so. Um, you know, they're trying to make it where you can't use the word woke anymore. Like, that's a bad word. You can't define it, therefore you can't use it, so it's now become a slur. See, that's the thing. Every time you're using language that they don't like, it becomes a slur. It becomes a form of hate. It becomes a form of phobia, all of these kind of deals. So you can't use the term woke. Um, when we talk about diversity hires, we talk about affirmative action, all these different things, safe spaces, all the crap that we see going on in the world, the genders, the pronouns, all this stuff, it's all a woke agenda. It's a woke agenda, and people say, oh, no, it means, no, 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 you know exactly what it means. I know what it means, and I'll use that damn word all I want. Woke, 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 woke. I actually put it on a book. Unapologetic Patriot takes on the insanity of today's woke world. But they ask on Bill Maher, they once again came back to this question of equality and equity. And here's a gentleman who, by the way, is not a conservative. 
This is what he had to say when asked to separate or define the words equality versus equity. Play it. What is the difference between equity and equality in your view? Oh, the, the difference is a truly sneaky, terrible thing. <laughs> equity. <laughs> okay. Equity is this, this wormy word. The idea is that you're going to have equality by forcing the issue, by bringing people into positions that they're not qualified for yet so that everything looks, quote unquote, like America. So it sounds like equality, and you say equity, and you figure it's the same thing. But it's a euphemism. They're, they're trying to slip in without letting you know that it's going to be equality accomplished in a way that you probably wouldn't like. It's like if you say to somebody, well, before I let you go, and you say that to them, and they didn't say that they wanted to be like a, really, you just want to get rid of them. Or if you talk about diversity, well, imagine talking to Franklin D. Roosevelt about diversity. When we say diversity, what we mean is changing standards for various reasons for black and Latino and sometimes Native American people. That's what diversity means. You just don't want to say it. Equity means that you force equality and you kind of weasel your way through it. And so it's like you take the word equality and you kind of knock the A-L out of it. It's like bam, bam. It's like bam, bam. And you knock it out and you've got equity. And the people who do this so, think that that's the right thing because they are on the side of the angels and right. they have to have this fake <laughs> equality. And what it, mean, it, what it means is this, this DEI, it's not an accident that DEI is the first three letters of, of deity. These people think of themselves as gods. None of this is an accident. So that's what equity means, whether Bernie Sanders knows it or not. It's a weasel word. There you go. Hey, that's, that's fantastic. It's genius. And for those of you wondering, DEI, that stands for diver D diversity, equity, and inclusion. And that's exactly what you're doing. You're setting yourself up as a deity. You're, you're a little god player. you got to bow down to my agenda. And we're going to force equality through equity. We'll make sure you got the diversity hires, the equity hires, the inclusion hires. And you put them all in there. And then, and, and that's one thing. Like, if you, if you want to run a store somewhere, you want to run a bit, you want to run that thing anyway. And it, I, I can't imagine running my businesses just saying, you know what? We have filled our quota with qualified people. Now let's make sure that we look right. That's weird to me. But that, in essence, is how we're running universities is how we're running the banks the institutions is how we're running the federal government is well they check the box and <laughs> um let's make sure we've got all of them checked it's insane to me but i appreciate john mcwhorter uh, that guy is a, is a sharp tack right there so um I'm, I'm i'm actually inspired me i was unfamiliar with john mcwhorter until i saw that clip and uh and i was like i, I want to find out about this guy I want to find out more about this guy. Honestly, I mean, I've read him some, but I wasn't real familiar. And um, so, anyway, I'm going to check it out. Anyway, just be a student of the words, man, because those words, the language matters. The language matters. And him breaking that down the way he did, that's a perfect example of how you critically think about the things that are being put in your brain. Don't go anywhere. i got something to tell you. Be right back. All right, you wild kids. Uh, Going to be at Hanks in McKinney.
on Friday night. Come hang out with us. Uh, only general admission tickets are left, which means you will be standing up. Uh, it's a music show. We're going to kick it off about 9 o'clock. And we're going to have a party in McKinney Friday night. The Satanists hate us, and we can't wait to be there. Um, then uh, Saturday, come hang out with me and some of my good country music friends, Randall King, uh, the War Hippies, Mark Chestnut, Jeff Canada, a lot of, lot of great talent. We're going to be in Montgomery, Texas at the uh, Montgomery County Music and Mudbugs Festival. About 8,000 of our closest friends. You don't want to miss it. And uh, then next week, if you go to chadpratherlive.com, not only will you get my full schedule, but you'll see that I'm going to be at the Wagner Noel once again, my third visit there in Midland, Texas. And I want you to come hang out with us next weekend. Know that we love you. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.